Your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 499 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That song you were hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And again, I just want to kind of address the recent audio issues. Everything was cool in in yesterday's episode, but we've had a couple of uh, audio issues recently, some glitches or what have you where uh, random ads are playing in random places in the episode and it's one of those things where there's quite a few of us working on it like I said yesterday's episode went off without a hitch I also didn't play the intro song by pacifier to kind of just try to rule out that having anything to do with it but it seems like uh, everything should be good moving forward my hope is that obviously the ads are not an issue today and uh, everything is good going forward but uh, yeah that's pretty much the long and short of it I wanted to go ahead and just kind of let you guys know what we're going to get into in today's episode. So uh, as a lot of you are aware, uh, Ryan Strom is the biggest impending unrestricted free agent for this New York Ranger team. We did an episode about him not too long ago. That was episode number 481. The title was Ryan Strom, Extend Trader Keep Through the Trade Deadline. And basically what we did in that episode, we took a deep dive at the entire subject matter of what's going to happen with Ryan Strom and is he going to be a Ranger for the foreseeable future. And I basically just went over all three options. You know, the Rangers can either extend him, trade him before the deadline this season, or simply let him play out uh, the final year of his contract here. And again, just kind of went over the pros and cons of all those uh, different scenarios and really, really liked that episode. It was a lot of fun to put together. And if anybody wants to hear my thoughts on that, and it's certainly a subject that we'll revisit in time here, but if anybody wants to hear my thoughts on Ryan Strom, uh, again, that episode is number 481. The title is Ryan Strom, Extend, Trade, or Keep Through the Trade Deadline. And the reason I bring this up is because it kind of leads me into not really a part two of that, but I guess just kind of a continuation of this whole concept because obviously there's no hockey right now. And so what I figured we could do We already talked about Strom. The Rangers have two other unrestricted free agents going into this offseason, so that's not too shabby in and of itself, the simple fact that the Rangers have only three impending UFAs. But the other two are Kevin Rooney and Greg McKaig, and I think we can cover both of them in today's episode, and we will do that in due time here. Uh, We'll get to both those guys shortly, but I want to start today with some general hockey news that affects every team in the NHL, and it's now officially official, the NHL will not participate in the Olympics. And it's really a bummer. You know, we talked with Scott Matla of Locked on Canadians about this very topic in yesterday's episode. That's before uh, the news was completely official, but certainly that was the expectation, was that the NHL was going to pull out of the Olympics, and it is now a fact. No NHL in the Olympics this season. And that also means that it will be a bare minimum of 12 years between the NHL participating in the Olympics. So that's really, really unfortunate. It's always cool to see these guys playing for their respective countries and going for the gold and just seeing what kind of rosters all these different countries can put together. I have an absolute blast watching it, and it sounds like, you know, Olympic hockey might still happen, but it's just not going to be with players from the NHL. That's better than nothing, but to me, there's no substitute for seeing uh, the absolute best players in the world in the NHL representing their countries. I always have a blast with that. So again, it's unfortunate, but not 
unexpected and certainly not unwarranted given uh, the current landscape and everything that's going on. We've seen the amount of NHL players in COVID protocol really spike over these past couple of weeks. And of course, all these games or most of the games this week have been postponed to a later date. Then you get the three-day uh, you know, break for, for Christmas there. And then the NHL is hoping to get everything back in action uh, on Monday. And the Rangers play the Detroit Red Wings on that day. They play host of the Wings at 7 p.m. I'm a little bit skeptical that the NHL is going to be 100% ready to go by this Monday. But as of now, as of this recording, which is happening on Wednesday... Uh, that is the plan for the NHL, so we'll see. Uh, the other thing that came to fruition, and this is an idea that I pitched two episodes ago, is that the NHL will now use the three-week break that was initially reserved for the Olympics in February. They're going to use those three weeks to attempt to make up as many uh, of the postponed games as they possibly can. And, you know, the NHL... I almost want to say they catch a little bit of a break here. I mean, again, it's so unfortunate that the the league can't participate in the Olympics, but I guess the good news is you have three weeks there that were going to be completely unused by the NHL, which can now be used to make up at least some of these games that have been postponed and uh, try to get the season back on track here. And it also just kind of begs the idea of, you know, going forward into next season. Look, I don't know what the COVID situation is going to look like by then. I don't think anybody can possibly know that unless you have a crystal ball. But if COVID is still an issue, if that's still causing some problems, then I almost wonder if the NHL going into next season might be uh, well-served to almost build in a couple of breaks in the NHL season so that if there is an incident like we're having right now where a bunch of games have to be postponed, then the NHL has some built-in one-week openings, two-week openings, three-week openings, whatever it might be, where it could then reschedule some of these games and, uh, you know, just kind of go into the season prepared for something like this to happen. I mean, I guess on one hand, it's almost preparing for failure, but be that as it may, if COVID is still around, it might not be the worst idea to just have some built-in breaks to the next NHL season. Just an idea. And again, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Obviously, that's quite a ways away here. Uh, As far as other news as it pertains to COVID, again, continuing to basically just wreak havoc, the AHL All-Star Game has been canceled. Uh, The World Juniors right now are still on, and they are slated to start the day after Christmas. Most of our listeners for Locked On New York Rangers are either in the United States or Canada, so we'll kind of focus in on those two teams right now. But for anyone planning to watch that tournament, the World Juniors, the United States opened the tournament on Sunday, December 26th. They will play Slovakia. Canada also starts its tournament run on Sunday, December 26th, and they will play the Czech Republic. And it's always a really cool tournament. And in fact, last year on Locked On New York Rangers, we covered that tournament pretty extensively. Now, part of the reason for that was that the World Juniors last year did not overlap with the NHL season as it typically does. And, you know, the NHL season had to start later than usual, obviously due to, again, COVID. But I think a bunch of us were all just kind of you know, desperate for some hockey. And, and of course, the Rangers had a quartet of players that participated in last year's World Juniors. Uh, Two were on the United States. Two were on Team Canada. In fact, it was, let's see, Braden Schneider was on Team Canada. He wins a silver medal. Uh, Hunter Skinner was on the United States, although he didn't really play that much, so he won a gold medal. Uh, Brett Burrard was on the United States. He won a gold medal. And the final player for Team Canada 
was Dylan Durand, a goalie, and he didn't play very much either. He appeared in one game, but he ends up with a silver medal. So we'll see how these rosters shake out. And obviously, listen, I mean, if, if the World Juniors are going on at the same time as the NHL, we'll at least cover it a little bit. But if the NHL has to continue postponing games and the Rangers aren't playing and the World Juniors are happening, then certainly we'll dive back into that. I think everybody enjoys a little bit of world competition. And obviously, we'll keep our eyes on, on the rosters and see how many Rangers end up participating this season. So definitely looking forward to that. Always a fun tournament to watch always a fun tournament to cover and to talk about on this podcast. Uh, We will see what happens there. And like I said, I basically just wanted to kind of get everybody up to speed on what's going on around the NHL, the AHL, all these postponements, everything happening. You know, of course, the NHL not participating in the Olympics. But the big thing that I really want to get to today, once again, the impending unrestricted free agencies for both Kevin Rooney and Greg McCaig on top of, again, Ryan Strom. These are the only two unrestricted free agents that the Rangers have. And we'll get into that in just a second. But first, I just wanted to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by Stat hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. Winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team that you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Stat Hero head-to-head is what daily fantasy should be one-on-one. Sign up for free right now at StatHero.com slash hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's StatHero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. StatHero.com slash hockey, promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. All right, just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NHL YouTube channel. All right, so like I was just talking about, we'll go ahead and uh, talk about Kevin Rooney and Greg McKaig, the only other two unrestricted free agents on the New York Rangers, along with Ryan Strom, who we already talked about. Once again, that was episode number 481. You can go back and check that out if you would like. Again, it was just a deep dive on all the different options that the Rangers have as it pertains to Ryan Strom. But yeah, just three unrestricted free agents. And before we get to Rooney and McKaig and kind of talk about, you know, what they bring to the table and if the Rangers might look to bring them back and what it might cost to bring them back. I thought I could kind of give you guys uh, the lay of the land here as far as impending unrestricted free agents, not just for this season, but for seasons to come. Because if you guys are anything like me, and whether it's the Rangers or whatever other team and whatever other sport that I'm into, I'm always kind of keeping an eye on that and just kind of seeing like, okay, well, my favorite player is about to become a free agent. Can my team figure out a way to keep him in the fold? Do they want to keep him in the fold? How much is it going to cost? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You guys know the drill. I'm sure you've all been there as well. But one thing I wanted to do, and I think this might alleviate uh, some concerns from certain Ranger fans in terms of just who's coming up as unrestricted free agents in the years to come here, because there's really not that many. In the next three seasons, if you look at all the guys that are set to become unrestricted free agents in the next three years, Ryan Strom, by far the biggest name of the bunch, and, and we'll see what the Rangers choose to do there. And of course, Greg McKaig and Kevin Rooney, also unrestricted free agents this season. But then the season after... 
this one, after next season, uh, there will only be a grand total of three unrestricted free agents for the New York Rangers. They are Ryan Reeves, Dryden Hunt, and Jared Tenorti. And nothing against those players. I mean, I like all three of them to certain extents, but I don't think any of them are, you know, massive parts of this Ranger core and what they're looking to accomplish here. I mean, they're role players. Ryan Reeves obviously brings an intimidation factor, and, you know, maybe the Rangers can work out some kind of an extension with him. Dryden Hunt, overachieving this year, good, hardworking, blue-collar player. Jared Tenorti, you know, he's been in the lineup a couple of times as well, but no one that you really, really have to big-time concern yourself with, I don't think. And then the season after that, there is a grand total of one unrestricted free agent for the New York Rangers, and that's Patrick Nemeth. And I get the feeling that he might not even still be a Ranger by then. I just have this inkling that the Rangers are eventually going to look to trade him. And it's not because he's been terrible or anything like that. He's been okay. But when you look at what the Rangers have done and how they've operated over the past couple of years here, they basically take their young defensemen and just throw them in the deep end and tell them sink or swim. I mean, we've seen it with Adam Fox, Ryan Lindgren, Ke'Andre Miller, Niels Lundqvist, you could maybe even say Libor Hayek, and you know all these guys have, have gotten into the lineup in their early twenties. Uh, I believe, you know, Ke'Andre Miller I think was twenty on the dot. So uh, they throw them out there when they're young, and it's a bold strategy. But for the most part, I mean, you listen to those names that I just reeled off there; it has paid dividends. Adam Fox, Ryan Lindgren, Ke'Andre Miller, uh, all fantastic defensemen, all guys that are firmly entrenched in the top four for the New York Rangers. Niels Lundqvist has shown some promise this season, and Libor Hayek, you know, he does okay in his kind of seventh defenseman role. We've seen him play a little bit for the Rangers this season. So, uh, yeah, I just get the feeling Nemeth might be on the move, but not to go on too much of a tangent here, but the bottom line, what I'm trying to kind of express to you guys and show to you guys, there aren't a ton of unrestricted free agents forthcoming for the New York Rangers that are really that big of names in the next three seasons here. So that's obviously good news if you're a fan of this Ranger core, if you're a fan of this team that they've assembled here, and I can only assume that most of you are. It's a really fun team. It's a really young team. It's a really talented team. Uh, you know, there's talent, there's grittiness. It's just a nice mix, a nice balance of everything. And the sky is the limit for this for this franchise moving forward. And they don't have to worry about too many guys becoming unrestricted free agents. So uh, that's the UFAs. As far as RFAs that are impending after this season, you've also got Capo Caco, Julian Gauthier, Libor Hayek, Alex Georgiev, and Sammy Blay. But for today, like I said, I want to kind of point the spotlight on the only two impending unrestricted free agents that are remaining for the New York Rangers, and that would be Kevin Rooney and Greg McKay. Obviously, once again, we already covered Ryan Strom. And like I said, we will get to both those players in just a second. But first, just wanted to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. All right, and so with no further ado, let's go ahead and talk about Kevin Rooney here. This guy goes from expansion draft fodder 
into a player that actually gets protected by the New York Rangers going into the expansion draft. And I think that tells you everything you need to know as far as Rooney being a player who has exceeded expectations with the Rangers and proved a lot more valuable to this team than a lot of us and maybe even the Rangers themselves likely anticipated. He is 28 years old. He will be 29 at the start of next season. He was also undrafted. I did not realize that or it might have been something that you know I looked up a while back and just kind of forgot about, but Guy's not doing too shabby for somebody who was an afterthought as a free agent pickup by the Rangers and somebody who, at the start of his NHL career, went undrafted. He played parts of four different seasons with the Devils before coming over to the Rangers, and in 84 games played with the New York Rangers, Rooney's got 14 goals, 7 assists. He is a plus 1 overall while averaging 12 minutes and 51 seconds of ice time per night. He's also won 46.3% of his face-offs with the Rangers, but he is having a career-best season in that department. He's won 50.3% of his draws this year. He's also blocked 59 shots, dished out 144 hits. And as far as his contract that he's currently on, the two-year deal that he's going to be wrapping up at the end of this season, he was paid a grand total over this contract of just $1.5 million. Obviously, that's $750,000 per season. And you got to figure, uh, the way he's played over these past two years, he's in line for a pretty significant raise. I mean, I don't think he's going to break the bank or get some crazy long-term deal or some big money contract or anything like that, but he's going to be getting more than $750,000 per season, whether it's by the Rangers or some other team in this league. And my somewhat selfish hope here is that Kevin Rooney is still somebody who's undervalued, underrated, maybe even underappreciated around the league. Uh, maybe it's a situation where teams just aren't as aware of uh, Kevin Rooney as they should be at this point. And, you know, I realize, you know, these teams have a lot of excellent scouting departments and, you know, it's hard to hide. It's hard to have a player in the NHL that other teams aren't aware of, that they're not going to do their due diligence on. I get the feeling that teams by now, uh, if you're looking for not necessarily like, you know, a cheap free agent, but somebody who could be a little bit of a bargain, somebody who overperforms for however much money he's going to end up getting next season. Kevin Rooney could be that guy, once again, whether it's by the Rangers or by somebody else. And I think it's kind of a unique situation with Rooney here because I think he has a chance as far as whether he's back with the Rangers or not. It could very likely be dependent on some other things that happen. And first and foremost is the aforementioned Ryan Strom because Ryan Strom, he's making $4.5 million this season. He, too, is wrapping up a two-year deal with the New York Rangers. If the Rangers bring him back, he's going to get more than $4.5 million per season. I think, at the least, he's probably going to end up getting, especially if he makes it to unrestricted free agency, Ryan Strom is probably going to be making, let's say, $5.5 million per season. And if the Rangers bring him back at that price tag, and depending on how many years it's going to be, that could mean that somebody like Kevin Rooney becomes a little bit of a cap casualty because, as we've discussed before on this podcast, you can't keep everybody, and it could be a situation where they have to let somebody like Kevin Rooney walk and maybe try to go with one of the younger guys, you know, a Morgan Barron or a Carl Henriksen, which actually brings me to my next point. Uh, I mentioned just a second ago that Rooney's fate could have a lot to deal with how the Rangers approach other players, Ryan Strom first and foremost, but also guys like Morgan Barron and Carl Henriksen because Morgan Barron, you know, we've seen him play a handful of games with the Rangers over these past couple of seasons. Do they think he's ready? Do they think that he's somebody that would translate well to the fourth line and he could kind of pick up the slack for a Kevin Rooney? Can Morgan Barron kill penalties anywhere near as good as Kevin Rooney does? I don't know. And that's a situation that uh, we would probably find the answer to 
the more time that Morgan Barron plays with the New York Rangers, although you got to figure the Ranger front office is very closely tracking his progress, and it's the same deal with Carl Hendrickson. You know, Carl Hendrickson is a guy the Ranger fans have been high on. It's possible that he ends up becoming, uh, you know, maybe a full-time Ranger next season. I don't want to jump the gun here, but we've seen that the Rangers are not bashful when it comes to putting young guys into the starting lineup and just giving them an opportunity and giving them some leash and letting them kind of just learn on the fly. So, yeah, it could have a lot to do uh, with the Rangers viewpoint on where they think other players currently are. And it has a lot to do, I think, also whether Ryan Strom is back or not. Because if Ryan Strom walks in free agency or the Rangers end up trading him, and listen, I'm not advocating for any of these things necessarily. I'm just kind of presenting the possibility. If Ryan Strom does not re-sign with the Rangers, and again, I think that to get it done, it's going to take at least $5.5 million per season, then that is $5.5 million more for the Rangers that they're not spending on Ryan Strom. And then maybe you can give out a contract to Kevin Rooney that pays him, you know, maybe like $2 million per season, $2.25 million per season, somewhere in that ballpark. But one other point that I'll make on Kevin Rooney uh, before we turn our attention to Greg McKaig here is if I'm Kevin Rooney's agent, here's something that I'm definitely going to do. I am going to go to the Rangers when it comes time to discuss Rooney's contract, whether that's in season or after the season. And I'm pointing out the very simple fact that Barclay Goodrow, who is on the Rangers right now, is getting paid $3.641 million per season from this New York Ranger team for the next five seasons after this season that concludes. And I'm going to use Barclay Goodrow as a comp. And listen, don't get it twisted. This is nothing against Barclay Goodrow. I'm really happy that he's a New York Ranger. Uh, he adds a physical presence. He's a very good defensive forward. But the question that I think that, you know, uh, if you're Kevin Rooney's agent, you would have to propose for the New York Rangers. Is Barclay Goodrow, has he been significantly more important and more valuable to this Ranger team this season than Kevin Rooney has? I'm not so sure that he has. I think it's kind of a modest difference if there's even a difference at all. And there's definitely some similarities in their game. They both excel at killing penalties. They both play physical. They can both play center or wing. They're just kind of grinded out, typically bottom six forwards. And, you know, they can both chip in offensively every now and then. It's not necessarily their calling card. Uh, I guess with Goodrow, you know, the difference is he is a two-time Stanley Cup winner. But, I mean, that stuff doesn't usually come up that often uh, when it comes to contract negotiations. So if I'm Kevin Rooney and I'm Kevin Rooney's agent and the Rangers come at me with an offer of, yeah, you know, we'll give him two years at $2 million per season, I'm going to say, wait a minute, Berkeley Goodrow over there is getting $3.641 million, and he's getting that for the next five seasons after this one that concludes. So you're going to have to get a little bit closer to his number. I mean, I don't know that Kevin Rooney's camp would like demand on matching Goudreau's contract or anything like that. Frankly, I don't think Kevin Rooney is going to get that, but you got to get at least a little bit closer is probably the approach that Kevin Rooney and his camp would take. As far as the contract that he ends up getting, you know, maybe if he likes being a Ranger, if he feels like he's really figured it out here, if he feels like... You know, he has a chance to be a part of a team that has a really promising future. And I think if you're the Rangers, that's what you pitch to Kevin Rooney. We love you here, man. You figured it out. You found a home. We protected you in the expansion draft because we really, really like you. We really think you're an important part of this team going forward. And you have a chance to win Stanley Cups here, multiple Stanley Cups. I mean, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. But I mean, that's that's where the Rangers are at right now. Their trajectory, where they're at right now. Uh, given their youth and everything else, this guy really is the limit for this franchise. So that's a way that you can entice Kevin Rooney to come back if you're the New York Rangers. And as far as the kind of contract that he gets, I mean, I think maybe, you know, two years at $2 million, $2.5 million. I, I feel like that would be about right for Kevin Rooney. 
or maybe you know he gets a three-year deal, whether it's from the Rangers or some other team, but maybe that brings the average annual value down and it's three years at $2 million per season. It's really, really difficult to figure these things out. And of course, uh, it's going to have a lot to do with other free agents around the league. How much are guys getting from teams? Uh, where is the salary cap at? You know, Right now, we have the flat cap. It could go up going into next season. There's a lot of variables that are difficult to figure out. I will say, though, I would love to have Kevin Rooney back, but I don't see Chris Jury in the Ranger front office really overextending themselves because if they really want Ryan Strom back, I think that's going to be priority number one. And if they do bring him back, then they might also feel like there's just not enough left to re-sign a Kevin Rooney, and they're going to have to go cheap on the fourth line next season, whether that's you know putting Morgan Barron there full-time, whether that's putting Carl Hendricks in there full-time, whether that's going out and bringing in another free agent that's you know fairly cheap and bringing him in. I mean, we'll see. There, there's a lot of different ways this could go, but if you're just asking me straight up, would I like to have Ken Rooney back on this team? The answer is yes, absolutely 100%. And with that, we'll go ahead and turn our attention to the only other Ranger UFA, and that is Greg McKegg. McKegg is a former third-round pick by the Toronto Maple Leafs all the way back in 2010. And and whereas we went over Kevin Rooney's numbers with the New York Rangers, I think for somebody like Greg McKay, who has spent the majority of his career not with the Rangers, makes a little more sense to take a look at his career numbers. He has played parts of nine seasons in the NHL. He has gone from Toronto to Florida to Tampa Bay to Pittsburgh to Carolina to the Rangers to Boston and back to the Rangers. And like I said, nine career seasons in the NHL, 200 games on the dot, 19 goals, 15 assists. He is a minus 17 in his career. He has also averaged nine minutes and 48 seconds of ice time per night. He has won 49.7% of his faceoffs, blocked 86 shots, and dished out 207 hits. And with McKaig, I mean, look, and it's nothing against McKaig, this is not a move that I see necessarily uh, making or breaking the New York Ranger franchise. But I, I will say, when the Rangers reached out and they brought him back as a free agent this offseason, I like the move. Um, he's somebody who just kind of gives you some organizational depth. He's a steady pair of hands when he's out there. He's not going to light up the score sheet. I don't think he's ever really going to play above the fourth line. Although I do think there was a, a very brief period this season where he actually got a little bit of time on the third line. But for the most part, this guy's a fourth liner. And for the most part, you know, he's 29 years old now. And if the Rangers bring him back going into next season, he'll be 30. I do think he's ticketed to just be that guy who's kind of a swingman between the NHL and the AHL and somebody that even when he's on the NHL roster could be a healthy scratch on a lot of nights. And in fact, he's played just 10 games for the New York Rangers so far this season. But, you know, I mean, if the price is right, and look, he signed a one-year deal for $750,000 this offseason. I don't think he would get significantly more than that if the Rangers feel like he's a fit. And obviously, they like him because he had a previous stint with the Rangers. They could have gone out and gotten any other veteran player who could be that NHL, AHL swingman. Instead, they went out and they got Greg McKaig, and he's done fine when he's been out there, I think. Again, he's not a guy that's going to make you or break you most nights that he's in the lineup, but if he's willing to come back for a similar uh, deal, I mean, I don't think he would get more than one year from the Rangers or probably anybody else, but if he wants to come back at 750000 850000 something like that, I see no reason why the Rangers can't swing that. He's somebody that does seem to be liked by his teammates. And somebody that does play uh, the game with a good amount of energy out there. I mean, it doesn't, like I said, translate to points. But, you know, something that I talked about earlier this season, we talked about how Dryden Hunt, you know, when he's 
fighting for the puck along the boards. He's in there trying to win that battle like his life is on the line. There's a little bit of that in Greg McKeg as well. I thought he really stood out in a recent game for the New York Rangers. It was actually the game where Philip Heedle was a healthy scratch. They put McKeg out there, and, uh, you know, I don't know. He, he kind of stood out for me, and I don't know if it's just because the rest of the players on the Rangers, if they were just a little bit flat that night, if they were just a little bit worn down from playing so many games in such a short amount of time that maybe somebody like Greg McKaig, who's fresh, just really kind of stands out a little bit. But he looked good to me in that game. And once again, it's not a move that's going to make or break your franchise. But if the price is right, if the Rangers like McKaig, if McKaig likes the Rangers, and I get that feeling, you know, McKaig's been all over this league. I mean, at a certain point, you want to stay with the same team for more than one year. And what better place to be than the Rangers right now? It's a team that, like I said, is on the rise, and he can be one of the few veterans in the locker room, you know, whenever he is active and out there as a fourth liner. And one other thing that I want to mention is that obviously our next episode will be number 500. We made it all the way to 500 together. It's obviously a pretty cool milestone to get to. And it's not going to happen on Christmas Eve. I'm going to save this episode for Monday. Uh, Locked on gave us the option to do or not do an episode on Christmas Eve. I almost always do an episode. But in this case, I want to have a little bit of extra time to get ready for the 500th episode and maybe even land a big guess for episode number 500. I'm not giving up there. If we can't land a guess, we can't land a guess. We'll just uh, do the episode like we always do it. Uh, But either way, uh, I just want to also thank you guys so much for being a part of this, whether you've listened to all 500 episodes or you just tune in every now and then, or this is your first episode, whatever it might be. Cannot thank you guys enough for uh, being on this journey with me. It's been a crazy couple of years for the New York Rangers, uh, both on and off the ice. And of course, everything with COVID, it's been one heck of a roller coaster, but it's been an absolute pleasure to go through this ride with you guys. And and like I said, that will do it for today. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. In our next episode, we are going to do what else? We will celebrate our 500-episode milestone. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms.